Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Talk Radio 77. WABC. Entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Know that you feel me somehow. You're the closest to heaven that I'll ever be, and I don't wanna go home right now. And all I could taste is this moment, and all I can breathe is your life. And sooner or later it's over. I just don't wanna. Thing. I got to be one of the very few 56, almost 57-year-old guys that loves the Goo Goo Dolls. But, and this song, Iris, of course, is probably their most famous. I saw them in concert a couple of years ago up at Bethel Woods, though. And when this song came on, people went nuts. I don't think it's their best song. I like name. But um, you think I'm the oldest Goo Goo Dolls fan alive? Is that possible? Yes, because there's a record book on a lot of their fans. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I was just looking at it. I got to be. Y- yes. And I also love The Fray. The Fray reminds me of the Goo Goo Dolls. That's another band that, like, college kids. You know what uh, band I was talking about? By the way, I do want to send a shout-out to um, two huge fans of Sid and Friends in the Morning, Larry Rolla, Larry High Rolla, and uh, Juliana Golia, two uh, very, very big bands. Good morning. This uh, group, Fish. You ever uh, you ever see these guys low in concert? I've seen clips of P H I S H. Yes, I know the band. Yeah, but they they have their, their followers are like Grateful Dead followers. Yes, new lunatics. Bunch of druggies and lowlifes. Yeah, and the music is it's not good. No, they suck. No. You know, uh, Jake Cannavale, Bobby's kid, who I work with all the time now, he's a great actor. He likes that group, uh, Pantera. You like them? Uh, not my thing. Not your thing, right? No. That that would be that's metal rock, right? Yep. I don't like that stuff either. I never got into metal. No. I mean, I mean, I like ACDC. That's kind of metal, right? ACDC yeah. is like rock yeah. and metal. But I rock guess. metal. You would be the youngest Pantera fan. Actually, <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be the oldest Pantera fan well, for yes, sure. Or youngest. You know who likes all that music is uh, Sean King, who happens to be a great kid. He's the son of Congressman Peter King, who joins me every Wednesday at this time, and lo and behold, is on the phone right now. Peter, good morning. How are you, buddy? Sid, always good talking to you. But I have to say one thing. I got to defend Justin Ellick. Yeah. I, I text and email you, and I text and email Justin. I get much more intelligent responses from Justin. Oh. I and mean, the guy is just great. So I, I stand with Justin. I think that uh, Donald Trump will probably make you his number one man because of Justin. 
Yeah, I don't disagree with anything you just said. <laughs> Thank you, Congressman. That means a lot. Thank but you very much. I'm putting but, that on my resume. But, but just because he's smarter than me doesn't mean he's the smartest guy on my staff. And I don't know. I think uh, moving forward, maybe you'll send the emails to uh, Trump, Peter. You want to do that? <laughs> no, not for now. But uh, well, I can you know, see. I got Bo Deedle, my man Bo, will be live in studio tomorrow. Bo has done the 180. He still wants apologies and all this nonsense. He's never going to get. But he's done the 180. He's back on the Trump bandwagon. I'm Trump. I'm Trump. I'm Trump. You are still not there yet. What is it going to take, Peter King? What? Uh, I, I want to see the other candidates. I thought, uh, actually, last week, I thought uh, Nikki Haley did a good job. I just want to see. I just think that even though, you know, among Republicans, Trump is very popular. He had a good record as president. But there's so many negatives he builds up against himself, which allows the media to attack him. And uh, I, I think he's still going to have a hard time uh, winning in the general election. So that's that's basically it. I want someone who's going to be able to focus and not always be fighting off things about himself, many of which are self-inflicted. Having said that, I think all four of those indictments are wrong. They shouldn't be carried, you know, should have uh, been brought in the first place. And they're really disgraceful. It's abuse of the criminal justice system. So that certainly builds up sympathy for Trump. But I just think... Yeah, in, in 2020, as biased as the media was and everything else, that race shouldn't have even been close. But so much of the issues that come up are self-inflicted wounds, like the indictment down in, down in Florida. I mean, why was he not just giving so, you know, those records back or cooperating? He wasn't going to be selling them. He wasn't going to be giving them to the Russians. Uh, he probably didn't read them in the first place. So you know, he just gets himself locked in on something. And that's probably the strongest case against him. And so total nonsense. Something that never should have happened in the first place. No harm was done. Anyway, it's just things like that. Uh, but no, listen, I supported him as president. I certainly voted against his impeachment when I was there. He was very helpful to me on a number of issues, including MS-13. And he was uh, when uh, uh, my daughter was uh, uh, diagnosed as having breast cancer, he called her, stayed around the phone with her, always asked about her. No, he's a great guy. I mean, that way he is. But again, there's the negatives there that I think can really hurt us in the general election. But, hey, it's a long way to next August when, you know, they have to convince Milwaukee and we'll see where it goes. But whoever, uh, if he does win the one, excuse me, if, when he wins the primary, you'll vote for him. It does not, in other words, it's not a Democrat you would vote for instead of Trump. No, no. no. If, if he is the nominee, I'll certainly vote for him. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, what do you think about the RFK Jr. guy, though? I, not, I think he's quirky. I think he's getting some attention. But I mean, there's too many issues where he's off, off on his own somewhere with conspiracy theories. But the fact that he's getting almost twenty percent. Those, it's not just the Kennedy name. And by the way, I've gotten along with the Kennedys. I don't know, I'm not one of these anti-Kennedy people. Uh, so, and he's probably one of the only ones I don't know in the family. But having said that, uh, I, I, I don't think he's presidential material. I think that there's uh, too much quirkiness there. Yeah. But uh, listen, he certainly is the Biden people shook up. I mean, they, uh, uh, he's definitely making inroads, partly, I think, because of Biden's weaknesses. But also because Kennedy is something different, and when they look at Biden, they see the you know the same old thing. I think I think Biden's only big supporter right now is Lou Rufino. <laughs> he does love him, no matter what he says on the air. You know better. Uh, well, the guy that loves RFK Jr. is uh, your good buddy there, Kevin Breslin, Jimmy Breslin's kid. He texts I me I would, on average about four mornings a week about this guy. He's never come on my show. I don't care. I mean, that's fine. But um, he's trying desperately to convince me that he's a legitimate player. I just. I just don't see it. I don't. I don't see it that way. I oh, know. I don't see it. No. I think right now he's getting the anti-Biden vote in the Democratic primary. I mean, that's basically it. Uh, and and he has the name that draws people's attention. But no, I don't think he has any chance as a candidate. Uh, he's again. I, I think it's he, he deserves credit for being out there. 
he's willing to take the heat, which he certainly does. I mean, being attacked by his own family, by you know these uh, uh, professional Democrats, they're all against him. But he is, he is striking a certain chord. But no, Kevin Breslin's a great guy. Uh, Kevin Breslin and his brother James, they're great people. His father was a character. I knew him very well. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, Kennedy, you know, leave him there. Let him campaign. Let him create problems for Biden. But I don't see that campaign really going too far. I never knew the story until Curtis told me this on the air a couple of days ago. I'm sure you knew it because you knew Jimmy so well, you know, his kids, that Jimmy got beat up by the mob in uh, in one of those places, I guess, in Brooklyn. And they roughed him up pretty good. I mean, it didn't scare him. He still wrote the book, The Guy That Shouldn't uh, that couldn't Shoot Straight, about the Gallo brothers. But he was, he was a tough guy, that, uh, that Jimmy Buzzin. And talking about Curtis Sliwa, he continues, whether it's Brooklyn or Staten Island or Gracie Mansion, he has, as we speak, he is developing another big rally here. He's out there every night. I know he's speaking for me. I know he's speaking for me and a lot of New Yorkers. Does Curtis Sliwa speak for Peter King? Yeah, I would say on this issue almost completely. I would say, though, I've always said that Curtis spends so much time at WABC that John Casmatini should charge him rent. I think that that Eric Adams should charge uh, Eric for spending so much time on Eric Adams. Right, right. He has definitely gotten to him. No, listen, Curtis is making great points. And this is where I really have almost a final break here with Eric Adams. I mean, he is fighting with the governor. To me, all three of them, Hochul, Adams, and Biden are wrong. But Adams now is fighting with the governor because he wants to send the immigrants all over the state. The last thing we need and Nassau and Suffolk County is sending those uh, migrants in, into Nassau and into Suffolk. So he's really going off the deep end now. He, in many ways, is responsible up front for this by saying that uh, New York is a sanctuary city, by giving these people cell phones and you know, greeting them at the, uh, you know, the Port Authority. So uh, to me, Eric Adams has become really uh, almost number one on, on the uh, list here for people responsible for these issues. I mean, Biden is ultimately. Right now, between Hoko and uh, Biden uh, uh, and uh, Adams, I, I would say that Adams right now is really failing in his job, really falling down on it, yeah. and again trying to spread the misery around the state. So, uh, but also with, uh, I, I think you can't lose sight of the fact here. You know, they, they should go to Reynolds Island, they should go here, they should go there. We could give City Field and Yankee Stadium and everything else. This is never going to end unless we seal the border. So, and also, people say we should give them uh, working papers. That's just going to attract more and more migrants. If you go down to Honduras, you say, hey, if you come to New York, okay, I have to uh, you know, uh, go to a vetting, I have to do all this here from there, and then I get working papers. They'll come up here. They'll take their chances. So all, all, uh, all this talk about giving them jobs, like Hochul was saying, you know, giving them working papers. How about the people online, the people who are doing it legally? Give them the working papers. That's yeah. the guys that jump the line and, you know, crash me across the border. No, you're right. I mean, it incentivizes uh, more people to come. But uh, this young lady, Jacqueline Toberoff, was on with me earlier. She's got a new book out called Super Moms Activated. And she said, listen, don't lose sight of the real truth. The real truth is the reason why Hochul and Adams want these people to get jobs is once they're employed, they could vote. And who do you think they're going to vote for? The Democrats that allowed them to stay here. Don't kid yourself. It's all about votes. i got to tell you, I agree with her. Yeah, I, I think that's certainly the long-term uh, plan. I'm, I, I don't know if it's the main thing, but it's certainly a, a, an issue they have. They figure any of these people they let in, ultimately they're going to end up voting Democratic. That's number one. But I think also it's part of this whole liberal philosophy of open borders, sort of a lack of respect for national sovereignty and national security. Uh, you know what? Uh, why have borders? All of us, it's you know one big happy. Oh, yeah, that's the. Uh, oh, good. I'm here back. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the that's the attitude of these progressives yep. and left wing people. So no, I think it's uh, this, this this goes so deep. Yeah, there's no way you can solve it by giving them housing here or no housing there. The fact is, overall, this ha- they have to stop at the border and start sending people back. It's, they have to do it, and that's where Trump was 100 percent right. I mean, he was really doing an outstanding job. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at gobblelaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He was. He had remained in Mexico. He had Title 42. I mean, Absolutely. I'll tell you this, Peter, I thought, and Dr. Mark Siegel is going to join me coming up at 925 because there seems to be this growing opinion that uh, COVID is, is, well, it's coming back. We've got 12 to 15 percent more people in the emergency room this week. and But there seems to be this genuine concern that the mask mandates are coming back. There may be a lockdown as early as December. With all this stuff going on, you've got these people coming here. That have not been vetted, right? I mean, they they get up. Forget about COVID. They get up worse than that. But I got to put a mask on. I got to stay home. But somebody can walk across the border today from one of these countries and not even be tested. How the hell is that okay? It's not okay. And again, that shows this whole double and triple standard they have. And uh, also, you know, COVID also affects people who have been weakened, have their resistance down. When you have people coming in who could be spreading other diseases, that's going to uh, weaken people's resistance overall. So, no, this is, no matter how you look at it, it's wrong. It's, and it's also wrong for them. I, I agree with what you were saying. I don't blame the people for coming across the border. If I was down in Honduras or somewhere in Central America or Mexico, I'd be doing all I could to sink across sure. the border. Sure. Uh, but I don't blame them, but I blame Biden, who basically during his campaign was saying if he was elected president, the borders are going to be open. Or, you know, he's going to welcome these people in. You have Adams, Mayor Adams went out of his way 
to say how great it was in New York would welcome all these people. You have Kathy Hochul, who has been missing in action up until now. And they keep saying it's a federal solution. It is, but only to the extent that the borders are closed. I mean, it, it's no, it, there's no need to be getting into overall immigration reform. Yeah. Listen, I, I would have no problem. If the borders are closed, okay, uh, your process, the dreamers are here. Maybe look at some of the other people who have been here a number of years. But the, you can't do any of that until the borders are closed. Nothing. So you heard me all morning long. This is the great congressman, another great, great conversation, Peter King. I've been talking to uh, Frank Seller. They got the annual 5K run coming up, Tunnel to Towers. And I've said about 100 times this morning, I even played the old tape of me with Imus and McCord from that morning, that we're now just 12 days away, Peter King, 12 days from the 22-year commemoration of 9-11. Homeland Security was developed not long after that, uh, of which you became a part of. And uh, you're a major, major part of the reason why so many people get money to this day, loved ones who passed away, not even that day, but the 21 years since, you, John Stewart. But you really have been a hero in that regard. 22 years. Does it feel like that for you? Because for me, I got to tell you, it feels like yesterday. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I can't tell you maybe what I was doing you know, 22 days ago, but I can tell you everything about 22 years ago. And that, that was a uh, horrific day. In fact, my wife, Rosemary, was coming down that day. It was supposed to be a, uh, an, a, an event at the White House that night. And she was on a 8.30 flight coming out of uh, oh Hawaii. Oh, my and, God. You know, I heard what happened. And about an hour, we couldn't find out because they wouldn't give us any, uh, any information on, on the plane. My son, Sean, was working in the Commerce Department. And there was a, a report that the Commerce Department had been bombed. Now, it turned out to be false. But for like two hours, we had no contact with Rosemary, no contact with my son. Oh. And, you know, thank God for me. And also my son-in-law, Aaron's husband, he, he was about two blocks north of the World Trade Center. And he actually saw the uh, uh, plane crashing into it. So for a few hours, we were like, oh, my God, this is horrible. And then when you know they were all accounted for, somehow you think, okay, everything is okay. And then you realize there's 2,000 other people were killed and uh, you know, the devastation their families went through. And then we had so many funerals for firefighters. Uh, it was, uh, you know, the Haskell brothers. Uh, I mean, so many people, you know, like I mentioned, and it was just a terrible, terrible experience. And what bothered me so quickly was, despite I could see Mike was bipartisan in uh, Washington, we had Democrats right from the start trying to undermine Bush that he caused this to happen. Uh, we had then people from other parts of the country who didn't want to give New York the aid that it deserved. You had uh, liberals who were going after the uh, NYPD for setting up such a comprehensive anti-terror program here in New York. So it's uh, and then you had years and years of trying to get the health care protection. Yeah. Yeah, people dying still every week, still, every month. Yeah, yeah I know. From, from uh, illnesses from 9/11. So no, this is something that uh, it, it united the country. It didn't unite us as much as it should have. And with all the other issues we can discuss and debate about in this country, we should be absolutely committed to, one, taking care of every every uh, person in any way was injured on 9-11, any of their illnesses. But also that we stand firm on terrorism. Islamist terrorism is still a threat today. In many ways, they are as strong as they were on September 10th. We do have defenses in place. So we let those defenses down. Or if any of them come across the border, we could be back to another 9-11. You know, on the way out here about a minute ago, I had a fight with the, this actor, Michael Rappaport, last week. Because I told you the story. I was in the gym, and he sent me the mugshot of Rudy Giuliani. And uh, Rappaport, although he spent some time in Los Angeles, he's an Upper East Side guy. He's a New York kid, you know. And I said, Mike, 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 my man, do I need to remind you? You were here 22 years ago. You were here. What Rudy did afterwards, I don't care what Rudy does for Trump. 
The worst thing Rudy did for Trump was defend him. That's it. Nothing illegal. He's his lawyer, okay? And he actually believed what Trump believed. He did nothing illegal, nothing wrong. But my question is, how can any decent New Yorker who was here that day like you and I were ever, ever have anything bad to say about Rudy Giuliani? I don't get it. I agree with you completely. Rudy, as much as anyone, held the country together. He showed the resolve of uh, New York. He and Bernie Carrick were phenomenal in those days afterwards. And Tom Van Essen, they did a fantastic job. Rudy really saved New York City. In many ways, he saved the country. He gave the country the backbone it needed. And as far as these indictments, I think it's terrible. It's a disgrace. But even if everything in there were true, I would never lose respect for Rudy, who I actually worked with him in a summer job over this was 56 years ago. I've known him all that time. He's a tough fighter. And you're right. If, if, if Rudy's guilty of anything, it's being overzealous, overcommitted, and too loyal. And, again, you know, those aren't bad uh, uh, qualities to have. No, well, he did on 9-11. And also he saved the city before that. I mean, people forget that. I mean, the crime level before he came in, he turned the city around. He saved the city on the 9-11. That was his finest hour. He was mm-hmm. America's mayor. You're right. I mean, Eric Adams can only dream to be half as good, dream to be half as good as Rudy Giuliani, or you for that matter, Peter. I always say it. Two best politicians in my lifetime. And if God is good to me, I'll be 57 in April. You and Woody Giuliani. Another great appearance. Thank you so much, Peter. We'll do it again next week. I love you, pal. Thanks. And give my best to Justin. I will. Uh, (laughs) I think you heard that. (laughs) Thanks, Congressman. Best to you as well. What is this loyalty that he's got to you? What what, what happened? What, do you got pictures of Peter King or something? (laughs) I don't know. A lot of the the talent here, they seem to like you. Judge Janine. Joseph Abood at one point loved you. What is it? What do you got? Um, well, I don't know. It's something called treating people with respect. Ever heard of it? Dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> More if you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.